This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Please welcome the man behind the madness. Your host and audio flavor maestro, Marquise Edwards. What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Strictly Forbidden Flavors. Me and Zona back at it again. We've been out a little while. Well, of course, y'all don't know that, but we've been out a little while. We came, bought it all back together for another episode, so we can get right into it. Say hey there, everybody's on, so they want they want know I'm thinking I'm not talking to myself or anything like that. <laughs> so it's because people think I'm crazy. They be thinking I'm crazy. So you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make you gotta say something. So they're like, who, who is he talking about? Like, I ain't stalling or nothing. She's she's here, y'all. Y'all, y'all hear her laughing. So yeah, uh, yeah but we back again. And <laughs> so uh like we always start off uh unscripted, of course. We're gonna, you know, continue getting to know each other, ask each other you know, a couple of questions just to tap our brains a little bit before we get to our main topic. Uh so I'll start with my question for Zone. And this has nothing to do with anything. These are just random questions. And I'll answer two. So, Zone, do you think your priorities will change over time or generally stay the same? Ooh, that is a good... For me, mm-hmm. if I've learned nothing else in my 100 years on this earth, <laughs> is that my priorities change. Definitely. What I have prioritized five years ago are not the same priorities now because when life changed, my priorities got to change. Different than my goals, but my priorities change. I'm never an organized person, so my priorities change just like that. What I'm what I'm thinking about prioritizing today won't be what I'm prioritizing tomorrow. So in short, for this one, yes, it does. <laughs> yes. For you? I think, uh, I think your priorities should change. <laughs> personally over time because I'm a firm believer and you should when you're growing as a person that you shouldn't be the same person right so you're I mean you can you can be the core of you can be you but you should always you know grow as a person right so with that being said like my mindset ain't the same as when I was 15 or 20 or 25 so my priorities my priorities you know shouldn't be the exact same priorities you know uh and for me personally, uh, and as you grow and you get older and you start learning, you know, what things are more important, your priorities probably should change because sometimes, you know, when you're young and whatever, you might be chasing girls and clothes or vice versa, boys and, and makeup or something like that. And you get a little older, you're like, nah, I'm focused on, you know, family or career or something like that. And then once you know careers ain't shit, you're like, I'm focusing on entrepreneurship or you know anything like you know just different things so I, I always feel that's a healthy thing to be able to uh grow and to uh change your priorities and, and think think about how life affects you too you know like first your party might be love someone might break your heart and you're like nope that ain't the priority no more and money is the priority you know what i'm saying so priorities are always changing i don't think people should get locked in with you know just said group of priorities because if you life happens and sometimes you know the the priorities change so that's what i think 
What you got for me? You know, you always throw me off with your answers. <laughs> Honestly, I threw you off? Yeah, whenever you say something, I'll be looking at something else. You always throw me off with your answers, but they do make sense. <laughs> so you organize your thoughts. My thoughts be everywhere. That's you give me too much credit. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my shit be organized. Like I told you, when I'm pissed off, though, my thoughts be scattered and splattered everywhere. I'm like yak yak everywhere. But so we gonna go with ninety six percent of the time. But for that one answer right there, I probably was spot on with my being organized thoughts. So. <laughs> you are... don't hold me to it. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> so my question would be: What's the first thing you do in the morning, and how does it impact the rest of your day? What are we talking about right now, right? How do you, your morning's period? How does it affect the rest of your day? Like, what's the first thing you do in the morning for the so, most of the time? So, just recently, I've changed my morning routine. That's why I said, like, right now, what, what was before. So, <clears throat> you know, we all have tough, tough stretches in life that makes us reprioritize things and whatnot. So, you know, <clears throat> I've been waking up a little bit earlier than usual. You know, I've been, uh, not listening to hardcore um, soundtracks first thing in the morning. You know, I used to be house, but once I was like, it was like five in the morning, I'm bumping DMX and, I, you know, it's it starting my day really energized and rough, but I kind of changed my focus. So now, you know, I pray. I say a small prayer in the morning. Um, yes, I do. I say a prayer in the morning. I wake up early than usual, say a prayer in the morning, and uh, I listen to a little bit better music that helps. Now, now this is going to sound so crazy. Now, it helps me. In my house until I get out the door, until I get into that goddamn atmosphere with them, with the motherfuckers. I tell you, that's when it gets tested. So sometimes it wears off, but sometimes that gets me through the door in the morning time to have a good morning when I step in. I don't know how long the day going to last, you know, with that, but that does help me when I go into uh, like work or start my day that it does put me on the right foot. Now, there are plenty of people out there, some of them probably listening right now that have Try to change that and may have changed that, but I do every day try to go uh, into uh, wherever I'm going to my day with a positive outlook. So, because I used to be one of those people that uh, woke up with just enough time to get my shit together. <laughs> and I want them people to give myself like two or three snoozes, even though I should not be doing that. Or I'm somebody who wakes up and I just sit there <laughs> before I get going. So I've tried, I'm trying to be better with, you know, getting up a little earlier, give myself a little more time to, if I want to be or something like that. So that's what I do as far as one routine. What about you? I'm trying to eat breakfast too, but that's, that's still hit or miss. They say that most important middle of the day stuff. Sometimes I'll just be, I'll just be out. Cause I think that shower is more important than me eating, than me eating something. So I, I eat a lunch. I eat a big lunch. So what about you? Well, I've never been a breakfast person. First of all, I don't like oatmeal. Second of all, I don't like standing I don't like oatmeal. So, I don't like oatmeal either. <laughs> Granola, maybe. No. Nah. Granola. Mm-mm. I grew it's up on grits, cheese, eggs, and <laughs> scrapple. Or cheese, eggs, and fat back. So I don't really do, and without my granddaddy still being alive, I ain't getting none of that no more. So <laughs> I don't do breakfast. But I don't, I'm not up in the morning because I work at night. But Ooh. for me, if we're going to use it as print, me getting up, first thing I do is I had to learn to tide or not. I get up and I've learned. I love I love Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory is a good, he's a good motivator for me because I like how real he is and how much he talks. And he always said, before you get out the bed, do anything. Stop and drink. 
from water. So you can jumpstart your body. So that's something I try to do, keep a little water bottle by my bed so I can get me a gulp of water and jumpstart my body. But my routine really is when I go into the bathroom, before I even brush my teeth, get the morning breath, the night breath out my mouth, do anything else first, I actually stop talking to myself in the mirror. Mm. I remind myself of everything I said I wanted to do, going to do, even if it's something that happened at the job the day before. I remind myself not to worry about it, not to stress over it, not to give a fuck. I try to remind myself of who I am, remind myself of what my goals are, what I have to do. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I have a bad day in a relationship. I remind myself of what I'm supposed to be and who I am. So it makes it easy for me when I start the rest of my day. I tell myself, like, excuse me, because everybody don't talk like that. I be like, bitch, you <laughs> are going in there today. You ain't paying nobody no mind. You fitting to do what you need to do so you can come home. It helps me for the rest of my day because if I don't talk to myself, then I'm going to have a messed up day because I forgot to remind myself of the things that I'm going to do. Because me, I want the people to say, I'm going to be mad at you today and forget tomorrow. So when I go in the mirror, I remind myself, you know you're still mad at him, right? You know you said you was going to do this, right? Because I have to set myself those kind of reminders. And it's pre- it makes the precedence for my day. It's just a habit. So when I'm on my way out the door, one of the things I remind myself to do is to look at my kids before I leave out. Because if anything ever happens, I want to at least remember those faces that remind me of why I go to work and put up with the BS. It's one of the biggest things I have to do is when I look at them, it makes me remember you go to work, not for you. You go to work to make sure your kids eat, got a roof over their head and can adjust and be okay for college or whatever else that we're supposed to do. Because if if I just walk out this door, I'm not thinking about nothing. But my kids are my biggest priority, so that's my biggest goal. So each each night I go out, I look in their rooms, and I say goodnight, I love you, and I remind myself this is what you do it for. You do it for them, not for you. Oh, that that second part was boy. That's why I said I, you know, I miss my my kids all the time because that's why I do this this shit. And uh, a lot of motherfuckers be trying to make me forget why I do it, and that's why I try to keep that perspective. So that that hit home right there when you said that. But I ain't gonna get no, I ain't gonna get nobody that type of energy on this show. I think y'all that <laughs> y'all, y'all getting no TV time on that one. So, but just no motherfuckers. I know y'all trying to get me off my square, but mm-hmm. um. My last question for you. My last, my last question for you. What's the weirdest thing you believed as a kid? I don't even know. Oh well, okay. Well, not, we not even say the weirdest. Something you believed in something weird as a kid. So go ahead and tell me something. You there's something that you know now. Like how the hell I believe that when I was a kid. Well, well, if we're gonna go there as a kid, the weirdest thing I think I've really ever believed in. Was Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny? Ooh, man. Those are two of the biggest things that I've ever. I've always questioned where the hell was the Easter Bunny eggs at? If it was a bunny dropping eggs, because for the longest I tried to figure out was he pooping them out? Because then I thought about <laughs> am I eating rabbit? Because you never, when you're a kid, you just think I'm just finding candy everywhere. I'm just finding candy. Mm-hmm. And they said the Easter Bunny dropped it all. Now that I'm a adult. I said that made no sense. Because that means did he poop? Did they just go around pooping out all types of candy? So it, it, that was one of the weirdest things I think I honestly believed as a kid. And then my second would be Santa Claus. My whole life was, why is a white man giving me presents and I'm black? White people don't really <laughs> give us those type of things. And then it's never nothing I really want. So how would he know what I want? And it's, why would he give me stuff that I don't want? 
that was always two of the weirdest things I think I personally believed in as a kid. As I got older, it still made no sense. Again, why is a white man giving me presents in my hood? Like, it, <laughs> I guess it just to me, now that I'm an adult, I go like, did I really fall for that BS as a kid? I think for up until I was like seven or eight, and I noticed that Santa Claus never gave me anything I wanted, what my grandparents wanted to give me. That's when I realized, you idiot. Why would you believe this in the first place? Ain't no white man gonna give you no expensive presents. <laughs> Not unless he wants something to return. That was just me. And you? Let me see. There's so many weird things. There's so many weird things that I, I believe. I, was, I always think, well, first of all, this is one weird one since we're on, on this show. But uh, I just think that when I was a kid that you can get pregnant from kissing. Cause I ain't know no better. <laughs> so, so it was crazy. I think when my, like my relatives told me to kiss me, I'm like, no, no. I was like, always like trying to wipe it off and thinking like, it's like a five second rule. I was so, and I didn't know where I got there from. It wasn't like no book or, or nothing like that or no video. Cause it wasn't YouTube back in the days and I'm like that. I think it was one of the rumors that was swirling around with, amongst the kids. And I, I, I ran with it. I was like, shoot. I'm like, don't y'all be trying. <laughs> I'm like, I like, I, I, I was like, don't be trying. To, Cause I, I, at that time I thought that like anybody have a baby. I didn't know nothing i was a little, little kid i said oh don't 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 yeah i was yeah i was very very lost in, in, in that time i didn't know i was like i was like oh I'm, are you gonna kiss me i'm having a baby i don't know what's one of them weird little kid them, uh lies or so you just me like i'm crazy that i thought i was like oh you trying like i thought when somebody kissed they were trying to get you pregnant that's why i always thought that and i was like i didn't know you know the difference in the utensils that we have you know and that i don't have babies and stuff like that i think i was like what seven Something like that. I didn't know about all that. I was young, so I didn't know. So don't 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 judge me for my for my kid beliefs at that time. Uh, so that's what I thought, and I, I think it was some. It, it was yeah, it was some rumor. What was the rumor that was going around at that time? It was something. It somebody. Nah, it wasn't cool. Cooties. I never thought about kissing, but go ahead. Nah, it wasn't about cooties. It was it was deep in the cooties. I was with some hood kids. <laughs> they was they was talking about some extra extra extracurricular uh, extraterrestrial type shit. He's like, oh, if this if this complexion kiss you, you turn to alien. If if, if this person, can, oh yeah, it was. It, it, and I'm, it's it's so long ago. I wish I was like a little bit younger. Where I could remember all the details, but I remember vaguely about that stuff. And then I think oh. one other quirky weird thing. Um, at a point in my life, I said that we will never, that we never die. You know, never die. That nobody will ever die. I thought everybody would live forever. I thought that one time. <laughs> now I have to laugh at that one. All them funerals, and you saw that? No, no well, that was. But that was when I was that, because so that was when I was younger though because my mom never took me to funerals though. Oh so wow, we went to so many. Yeah, and that's I guess kind of why maybe why I be like wondering why I be trying to say I don't want my son going to funerals and and shit like that because I don't think that's something that like kids should go to, and I'm not saying mask them from it, but. Probably because I grew up not going to funerals. I think the first one I went to was like my grand my grandmother's funeral, and I was like, well, my grandfather's funeral. Sorry, because he died first, and I was just distraught. Like I was like, why would anybody want to go to multiple of these things? Like I was like, you know, it was kind of messed up. That's when I was like, oh, people do go away and people do die, or oh, 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 whatnot. Uh, so. Yeah, that was that. That's supposed. To, I probably got. I probably could do a whole episode of fifty weird things that I believed or knew when I was a kid. But that's. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep, keep it at a minimum right there. She looked. Must have been weird because your first expression right now. You like motherfucker. Did you really? Yes, I did. And I embraced myself. <laughs> I, I, 
like I said, I've evolved since then. Like my thought process is different, but yes, I did believe those things when I when I was a kid. I'm just amazed. I don't maybe it's the area you grew up in. We didn't I don't even think we gave kissing a thought, let alone a funeral. I think we've seen growing up, I don't again, everybody grows up in different areas because death was so around us every day. Somebody got shot, stabbed or something. You got so used to seeing it, we knew automatically people die all the time. That was something that was taught to us because death for us was celebrated, not not like funerals like I see now. A lot of times they were celebrated because it was the beginning of your rest of your life. So I don't think we really gave it much thought. Y'all no, I did. I, did. I, mean, I did see. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so I did see people. I heard shots and stuff. I ain't never see the full process. I seen people get hurt, seen people get beat up. I seen all that, but I ain't never like I seen the ambulance come taking away, but I ain't never seen nobody like laid out dead, not breathing. Because I I remember when I was a kid. I'm not gonna go too deep into this. I was a kid, and I and I lived when I lived in Inglewood. I used to uh, peek out of we used to, we lived on a corner, so I used to peek out the window, right? Like we had like these long blinds. I used to peek out when I was a little little bitty kid peeking out the window because you know gangs, bangers, uh, and uh, like drivers standing in the corner all the time. One time I got there, and they, this back in the '90s, was back when they actually did fight and take Jordans off your feet and stuff like that. They were fighting. I remember they came out there and whooped somebody's ass. I'm talking about like beat them with like people pulled up, beat them up. You know, it was it was, it was a lot going on. And he wasn't moving, but I ain't never in my mind as a kid thinking that he was dead. I, <laughs> I was like, man, they just knocked him out or whatever. And then I, I got scared and ran back in my room. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, just, I'm a little kid just seeing somebody get the ass beat. I was thinking like, oh, he's dead. I was like, oh, man, they got him real good. I don't want them to come up there and get me as a witness. You know, as a kid, you're like, I don't want to be the witness. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about the snitch code and, and not being a witness. I was so scared of somebody to see me. Even though I was a little dark skinned kid, so they probably couldn't see me in the shadows anyway up there because I had a lot of lights off. <laughs> I had all the lights off, but they probably saw my little big eyeballs out the, out the window peeking, like just witnessing. Because they, they, used to, they, they used to be out there. I used to be up, get up weird times of the night just peeking out the window, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing people sling drugs and all that shit like that. So I don't know why, you know, why. Uh, I, I, I probably can understand why my, my mother didn't take me to funerals because this is a sad time and she just didn't want me to be in that space. So she. Shielded it from me for a while, but my grandmother, my, my, my grandma, my grandfather passed away. That's somebody who I like knew, like I was in the house with him. So there's nothing you that you was gonna be able to tell me like why he ain't here. Is I had to see him not breathing and, and lifeless. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, he's gone forever now. You know, so is what is. Everybody raised different, but yeah, that was my mom tried her best to shield me from all everything in the world just for me now to be exposed to everything in the world <laughs> exactly yeah so you can't you can't and that's what i've learned as a parent so you can't shield nobody you can't shield nobody from stuff because the influence is out there but that's me talking parent talk we ain't talking about no parent talk right now what you got for me what you got for me that's interesting but lost basically i actually thought you was going to tell me about the when you swallow the bubble gum everybody had that that saying about swallowing the bubble gum when you was little <laughs> Everybody should have known about that, but it wasn't weird to me. Now that you made me think about it, now that's one I thought you'd be like, yeah, you know, they said about swallowing bubble gum. That was a weird thing you believe as a kid. What was it when you swallow bubble gum? Uh, your boo boo. What was it they said your boo boo back up or 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 something like that? Or you swallow the watermelon and you get a, you grow a seed in your stomach. That's how you would think that you got pregnant. They used to tell you if you swallow watermelon, that you would you would grow a, a baby in your stomach. Now that you have made me think about that, those are things that I didn't think was weird because I paid it no mind. But now that I think about those are weird things, but I never thought about them. 
<laughs> I believe all that stuff too about the I didn't because it never crossed my mind. Now, now that you said the weird things, I'm like, those was all weird things. But to me, they were normal. You said it's in one ear and out the other. I never really gave it any because you don't, you don't think they was weird, but they fucking weird. <laughs> now that you said, that's what I'm saying. Now that we're talking about it, those were weird things, but they never crossed my mind as weird because. I think I've always known how, how babies were made. I ain't going to go into the story about how I know. But I've always known how babies were made, even as a baby, as a child. So somebody telling me kissing you would get you pregnant, I would have never believed it. Now I probably would have believed the sun, the seed got you pregnant with the watermelon. But the, <laughs> the kissing, nah. Hey, I was innocent. I was a very innocent and good kid. I believed that a lot of things existed that now today I know don't exist. But it's okay. <laughs> but it's okay. We're here now. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think now. See, now I gotta ask my kids some of these things because it made me think. <laughs> okay, so let me see because. Last one. Um, <sighs> you took the one I wanted to use. Got him. Got him, coach. Okay, so we're gonna look. Let me look. What was the worst advice someone has ever given you? a lot of bad advice I'm trying to think what's the worst <laughs> advice <laughs> uh, man, that's crazy you said the worst because I can think about the best advice but you think that the worst I advice. know we can always do the best I need the worst yeah hey Elihu if you listen to this I was going to say you gave me the best advice not the worst my, my brother that's Elihu, on the he, list but that's not what we use he's still yeah, that's one of my that's one of my, my big brothers in DC. Yeah, he always gave me good advice. So I was like, man, if you say good advice, his name's gonna pop up, but nah. Bad advice. Hmm. Most bad advice I was given. I don't I got some, I'm just gonna choose one because it's probably not it's probably one of the you know, one of one of them. Uh one of them was I guess financially, that's probably that's probably some of the I've got some of the worst financial advice ever as a young teen <clears throat> um, that I've had to you know revert to try to change those habits now you know just not saving money blowing your money not you know um, thinking that if you ignore paying bills <laughs> or, or, or paying things that it's going to you can say fuck it I'm not going to pay it and this is going to not haunt you later on that was some bad advice. Why I think it was my credit card. Oh, here we go. We're back when I was in DC too. I had a credit card charge. I had a credit card charge. Not like a day late, and they gave me like a thirty dollar. Now I had no credit at the time. They gave me like a thirty dollar late charge. I was like, man, what the fuck? I ain't paying this shit. I said, how dare them? I said, I've been paying on time all the time, uh, or whatever. I said, man, they gonna charge me thirty dollars for, for being one day behind. And somebody was like, yeah, don't pay that. Don't pay that. Don't, don't they, it's gonna go away. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, being all gung ho and stupid. And I let that, that, I let that sit for like a year. They, boy, they garnished my check. That's the double, triple, quadruple, one hundred. I don't know what, boy. It was so, it was so much. And I said, my credit score was horrible. <laughs> for so long it was horrible because I listen to somebody like oh yeah I'm paying I'm like yeah man F that I ain't paying I don't need no credit I'm always that's what, what I say I'm always have money anyway I ain't gonna need to borrow no money I don't need no credit boy I was so stupid and Can't arrogant take it with you. I was I was so stupid and arrogant so yeah that was probably the worst advice that I can think of offhand that I got just to like financially not you got debt just don't you just don't pay unless you're trying to plan on leaving the earth your debt gonna follow your ass wherever you go and you, you know, trying to be hardcore with 
debt agencies ain't going to never do it for you, champ. It ain't going to do it for you. So I'll say that because because now I'm trying to teach my kids financial literacy, you know, some type you know, some type of way. Like you got to, you know, manage your money. Some you ain't got to be like a accountant, but manage your money in a healthy way. You can't be just blowing money fast and you ain't got no way to replenish it. You know, people supposed to be getting smarter. So I think I overcompensate for that because I made so many mistakes with bad advice uh, with finances when I was a kid or when I was younger. Not when I was a kid because I had no money when I was a kid when I was younger. <laughs> what about you? No, for yours, it's, it's remind me of that what they say, oh, don't worry about it. It'll stay on your credit for seven years. You mm-hmm. ain't got to worry about it. And, mm-hmm. oh, you can't take it with you, so I'm going to spend it all right now because I might not mm-hmm. be here tomorrow, so I'm going to spend all my money today. So you thinking, like, they thinking, like, all right, it's going to be on my credit for seven years. I ain't tripping. They don't tell you that the people look at your credit before you go and get something else. Because they're so used to just letting it pile up on the credit, letting it pile up on the credit. And then when you go to apply for something, they go, oh, ooh, your credit ain't that good. But you be looking like, huh? But they didn't tell you. Or it only lasts seven years. What they don't tell you is when it reaches that seven-year mark, they start calling the hell out you. And as soon as they can reach you, it starts all over. So it is one of those things that when people tell used to tell me that, let me tell you, I also learned that what you're saying is because when I applied for my first clearance, my first security clearance because I was going for a government job, me and my dumb ass did not pay a credit card bill because everybody said what you said. Oh, don't don't worry about it. It's going to be there. I didn't pay the credit card off. When they went and ran my background, the guy said, oh, well, I'm just going to let you know you want to pay that credit off. Because you're not going to get that government job that you really, really want because your credit is terrible. And I was looking like, but it's just my credit. He said, yeah, we check everything. We check back (laughs) to the day you were born. And I went like, son of a bitch. That's what taught me after that one time, 20 some years ago. Ever since then, I pay off everything. I pay it off so far in advance. You don't have to come to me. You got to come to You owe me money because I'm not taking that chance. And I did. That's a hard mm-hmm. lesson to learn. And you're right. That is a hard lesson to learn. Listen to somebody telling you, don't worry about it. That seven years go by real quick. Yeah, it does. Unless you're going to keep working retail jobs and you keep wanting dead end jobs because you're not going to get it when it comes down to a real government job or something that you really want because them clearances are everything. And they gave me mm-hmm. the whole rundown. I ain't going to go into the detail, the whole rundown of why they, they explained to me why they did it why they deny me and what they look for and why it goes like that. And it made sense why they, why they do that. And I was like, yeah, because if you did give me that kind of, if they, if I was offered something, yeah, would I snitch? I'm in debt. Would I not snitch to get out of debt? Let me think about that one. That's it does make sense though. So I Mm -hmm. did, I did kind of like understand that one. So I get you on yours. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think the worst advice, Advice I think I honestly got, and I don't Uh-oh. want nobody that's married to get mad at me for saying it. <laughs> hey. the worst advice I've gotten is from church folks. <laughs> it is a sin to fornicate to get married because God honors marriages. But as long as I did 20 years of marriage, what part of that was honored by God? Because I think I struggled <laughs> a hell of a lot in a mm. marriage. Financially, emotionally, spiritually, everything. I'm trying to still mm. figure out 
What part of that was honored by God? What was, <laughs> what was he blessed? honoring? Huh? <laughs> what was blessed? <laughs> what was that blessed? What was blessed during that time? Because you went through a lot, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. The single person is getting the same blessing that I'm getting. Doesn't that kind of contradict the Bible itself? So the single man that's out there with four or five women that's driving a Corvette, a Benz, going to, to Tahiti and Poconos, wherever he's going. Is living his best life. So which who did he honor? Mine's or his? Because it looked like I'm struggling more than a single person. So I'm still to this day still trying to figure out what part of that he honored. Am I supposed to wait to go to heaven to get honored? Because I don't care what happens when I'm in heaven. I'm talking about right now. So I think that is the worst advice that people give, that you have to be married because it's a sin not to be married. And the fact that God honors marriages well, I mean, it's contradictory because I think he honors everything you do based according to individual person. So I think that is the worst advice that people can give people. You're never going to tell me something. Like, you know what? You need to go get married. I'm telling you now, stay single till you're 45. Go out there and, 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 and sleep with everything you want till you're 45 because whatever you're going to get, you're going to get whether you're married or single. If you're going to get rich, you're going to get rich single. You're going to get rich married. If you're going to catch an STD, Hey, you're going to catch it whether you're cheating or you're faithful. I mean, I can't tell you how you caught it. My point is, I still feel like that was the worst advice because it put pressure on me to marry somebody just because I'm thinking God's looking down on me. He's judging Mm. me. And I'm thinking that my life is going to go to shit and hell because I didn't marry somebody. And I think Mm. that put more pressure on me to do something that I probably wasn't prepared for or ready for. Or honestly, Mm -hmm. I didn't believe in it. I mean, I believed in it because that's what was taught to me. Not because mm-hmm. I believed in it personally, but that's what you're raised to believe. So I had to unprogram myself to stop believing advice based off of somebody's stupidity because that's what they read. True. That's just that's, me. No, that's 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 a good one. That's that. I think that notion just uh, forces a lot of people to uh, want to get married because they feel like it's the right thing to do, even though they're not prepared to. And then. You can you can bring God into it all you want to, but you you going in with you going into something in a un, like because like what they say God's organized and God is you know all this like that you going in something everywhere not prepared your your character not organized you know your your discipline organized your love ain't organized so you go into something trying to try trying to do a thing and that God gonna have some magic wand over you and that's mm-hmm. why some people go through some people go through hell. You know, they go through hell because they be thinking that it's some magic wand because somebody said I do. Well, people be have be dating, having like bad relationships while they're dating and then getting married and think the 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 the, 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 the switch gonna just get flipped. Hell to yep. the no. Hell to the no. It ain't gonna change, it's gonna get worse. All them practices that you do. So I feel I feel I feel you on I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one big time. Yep, you take on more debt being married than you do single. Because your debt becomes their debt, 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 debt becomes your debt. <laughs> their kids become your kids, your kids become their kids. It is so much to it that I fail to realize when I listen to the stupid advice given to me by my Christian relatives and these bogus-ass pastors that aren't even happy in their marriages. But they want you to think they're happy, so you're trying to live because they're talking about the blessings they got. And you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get these blessings because this is what the 
this is what the pastor said. This is what my grandmother said. They're not saying, hey, I went out and dug the trenches to create this blessing I got. They're not telling you they put them butt, they stepped in the mud 10 feet deep to reach the climb to where they're at. So you're thinking you're going to keep getting these things and the whole time you get nothing but debt, unhappiness, loneliness, whatever comes with that baggage. And it is the worst move that anybody can tell you. I don't like to give advice or take advice. I tell you my opinion. I'm not going to give you advice. That's why you hear me say it on here. This is just my opinion. Not no advice, not nothing I got out of a book because that right there ruins your whole psyche because you're so busy trying to live what somebody told you that you're not living your truth. You're living their truth. And that's the problem that we have. You could be missing out on your miss right now or your mister right now because you're listening to what somebody else said. Oh, you're going to go into sin if you cheat. Or you're going to go to hell because you left your wife for this person. Well, I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to ask y'all 50,000 questions. Let me know when you know what hell looks like. Let me know when you know what heaven looks like. Do you know what's going to happen when you die? You don't know. So why are you living somebody else's truth now? Because you don't know what's at the end of that line for you. When you about to die, do you know what's going to happen to you? You don't, All that you did, and you might not even get into heaven. All that you didn't do, you might not get, you might go to heaven. All the bad might still get you into heaven. But you don't know, but you're too busy trying to live what somebody else told you on this earth instead of living your truth. You're going to be unhappy. You find a girl right now that y'all got everything in common, but you're married. And you say, damn, I really want to be with her, but, you know, the Bible says. Well, I mean, who wrote the Bible and how old is the Bible? I'm quite sure they didn't have social media, TV, cell phones, smartwatches, all them things in the Bible. So how can you follow something that happened 50, 50, 100,000 years ago now? Because what happened 100,000 years ago doesn't happen 100,000 years later. Like slavery was 400 years ago or whatever it was. We still not getting beaten with whips and chains, but we're still mentally stuck. But my point is, worst advice comes from people that are trying to tell you what they live, what happened in their generation. Your generation and my generation definitely ain't the same. I think, yeah, just to close out on that, I think that one thing that I read... Uh... It was like a meme or something. I'll be looking at some quote, no, quote or not a meme, like a quote or something like that. It said that uh, you can't raise your kids to live uh, in the world you live in because it doesn't, that world doesn't exist anymore. Things have changed, you know, uh, drastically since then. And not the principle and moral part of it, just the way, just the way things are now. You, you can't live that same way no more. You know, like the communication and everything, everything, communication is just different. Uh, temptations and different everything is just like just different so yep. you can have some you can have some of those morals but you got to adapt to today's world be it be it that be good or bad you know you have to 